right, Heather, you ready to do this, Heather? Yeah. Hopefully we're not rusty. It's been a minute. Welcome back to the triumphant return of Did I Miss Anything? <laughs> yes. So um, dramatic. Heather and I have been gone for about three weeks. I mean, we weren't I think that's gone. About, we yeah, we weren't gone. gone. We, we took a break, um, a summer break, if you will. Um, our month of Keanu turned into a bust. Um, a lot of the Keanu Reeves films that we found on the various streaming services that we're subscribed to were basically sequels of all of the Keanu Reeves movies that we did last year. Yeah, we could have done them. We just didn't. Yeah, but... They, I feel like they would have been repetitive. Like, I mean, how different can The Matrix 2 and 3 really be? You know what I mean? I do want to see all the John Wicks, though. We can watch all the John Wicks. Like, for, for leisure? For leisure, in our for leisure? For leisure, instead of for work. But we're back with a vengeance. And to mark this monumental You're episode... Such a way with words. Thank you. To mark this monumental episode, Heather, would you happen to know what episode we're on right now? I don't know. Uh, episode... Three. 69. <laughs> And to mark the occasion, um, (laughs) while we were looking for Keanu Reeves movies to watch yesterday, Heather and I stumbled across a movie that, shockingly, neither one of us have seen. I feel like I might have seen it, like, a long time ago, just, like, once. So, like, it doesn't count, I don't think. I've seen, like, the sequels. Like, there were, like, I've seen, like, the Miami one. I saw the one in Russia. Like, I've seen a bunch of... There was a Russia one? Yeah. Should have done that one. That would have been more topical. Yeah, there's a bunch of... That's fine. There's, like seven of them or something like that yeah um the original we, i didn't watch as much as the other ones we ended up watching police academy yeah a movie that i has eluded me yeah um yeah the original yeah i haven't seen i think again I, I might have seen it the one time and then but it really didn't stick came out low in the 80s um yeah yeah like mid 80s 84 84 yeah so it was before my it was before either of our times yeah neither one of us were born yet now police academy and I assume it's subsequent sequels. Um, not much of a plot. It's just a lot of comedy shtick. Yeah, it's a lot of goofballery. Yeah. So the basic premise of Police Academy is um, there's apparently a police shortage, and a new mayor has come into power. Sure. Um, a lady mayor. Oh, no. Mary Sue Bell. Beale, Beal, sorry. They let ladies be mayors in the 80s? I know. It was a very progressive film. Wow. Actually, not really. There was, there was some pretty messed up stuff in there that probably wouldn't pass today. I'm sure. Um, in all of these movies, even in the ones I've actually seen. Yeah. Yeah. But in any case, uh, Mayor Mary Sue Beale decides, you know what? Because of this police shortage, we're going to uh, lower the bar on our requirements for police officers. So we're going to get rid of, you know, the requirements for to be a certain height, to be of a certain... Um, physical ability is that a thing that like is that is true like you have to be a certain height to be a police officer i don't i don't think so i would assume you would have to have a certain ability i've seen a lot of pretty large police officers that's true i mean Um, they're probably like i assume maybe they they do like i think it's just like clerical work yeah i think they just do like i'm assuming i know you have to pass the physical test to get into the academy yeah but i'm assuming that's only like the one time because there's definitely i mean i've also seen pretty fat cops so i I don't think that the physical requirement is something they test frequently sure well the one time to get in and that's it yeah and that's and that's it if you can run a mile in like eight minutes once you're good yeah (laughs) Yeah. um i don't even think it's eight. i think they give you like 12 probably i could oh i could do that anywho i could do that um, i could be a police officer with look at you yeah 
I think I'm too old now, though. With uh, an age with the bar being lowered. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Um, all of these people who never thought to be cops before are now all of a sudden like, hey, I can do that. Yeah. Why not? So uh, I can retire at what fifty five. Right? Isn't like, it's only like 25 years, yeah, and I yeah. think you can retire. Full pension. Yeah. Um, so one of the recruits we meet, I guess the main recruit, played by Steve Gutenberg. Steve, Steve, yeah. When was, when was the last time you heard Steve Gutenberg's yeah, what, name? Oh, he was in, no, he's in, oh no, maybe I'm thinking of Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser was in Stranger, Stranger Things, Things. Yeah. They look alike. They do look they do, alike. N- older, not when they're younger, but That's, I think when it's they're like, It's like one of those Bill Pullman, Bill... Paxton. Paxton thing. But that's they but don't now look, it's but, easy because one of them's dead. But also they don't look like it's just their names. They don't I look guess. like at all. Anywho. Yeah, where are we? What are we doing? Uh Steve Gutenberg plays uh Kerry yeah. Mahoney. He gets into some legal trouble in the beginning of the movie, and I guess as part of his punishment, the um local police department says, you know what? You're gonna go to police academy and, <laughs> and you can't quit and you can't um get let go. Like you have to complete it. What a terrible That's that's your punishment. That's a terrible idea. So so he, he enrolls into the police academy, tries to quit. He tries to, like... Get kicked out, right? Yeah, he tries to get kicked out. He's, like, a smart-ass to the commanding officers and all that, but it doesn't work because of his um, uh, requirement by the police department. Um, and it's, like, his only way to avoid jail or whatever. So... But that's, like, jail for the rest of your life. Well, for the I don't rest know if of your working life. life. Well, he has to... Then he has to be a cop. Uh, that's true. He's yeah. got, he has a profession yeah, I now. I guess that's true. Yeah, wow, they really screwed He has a that career. Is a up, yeah, that is a mess up thing. That he does not want um so i mean i guess it's still better than prison i guess um so while in police academy uh mahoney meets another cadet karen thompson played by kim cattrall um is that how you say it i well i guess it doesn't matter kim cattrall i always hear trail control um and she genuinely wants to be a cop she's Uh, like a rich lady though right yeah yeah because when we meet her she's like in the back of a limo talking to i think it was either her mother or a friend (laughs) now i can't remember and i think that's that's where i fell asleep and was yeah, that, literally five... like six minutes into the movie. So uh, she genuinely wants to be a cop. So she's in there like gung-ho, like going through the trainings, like doing what she's supposed to do. She's the straight man, if you will, of the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, they're... And the rest are all characters. Yeah, the rest are all characters. So now the commander that's like leading the boot camp, I guess, is uh, Lieutenant Thaddeus Harris. Who plays him? I don't know the actual actor's name. G.W. Bailey. I know him, yeah. I know him, again, from the other Academy, Police Academy movies. Um, and he's basically a dick to all the cadets. Like, his, uh, it, it, before they actually, all the cadets enroll, uh, start the Police Academy, the guy who's running it, the commandant, Eric Lassard, which, by the way, I didn't even know what a commandant was. I'm assuming that's, like, commander, but just, like, a f- more formal way of saying it. Sure. Um, he tells them, like, we because of this new law like we're gonna get a bunch of like people that really shouldn't be cops lackeys so we need to make them we basically need to make their lives miserable so they just quit on their own and it's like not on us and they're just not our problem anymore so he basically does that he's making them he basically treats them like they're in the army like he's making them run all the time he's making them do these obstacle courses that i'm pretty sure cops would never even encounter in their profession but what do i know i'm not a cop so as this all goes on, um, all these other shenanigans ensue. They start pairing off. They go into different bunks. Mahoney gets paired up with this guy who's like, he's already a security guard and he's like super gun obsessed and um, wants to be a cop pretty much just to fire guns. So he's like super into the training. What's he's his like, name? I remember from the other movies. Like his actual name? No, his or name the show in the movie. 
Uh, Tackleberry. Tackleberry. Gene Tackleberry. I knew he had like a weird name. Yeah, Yeah. Tackleberry. So um, he's like gung-ho into this. He's like, yeah, I'll I'll totally, I'm going to like kick ass in this and so they're w- one of the things he does like when when they're getting their uniforms and and um and like their sweats for for the boot camp he's like oh when do we get guns and he's like super gung-ho on that then he's super gung-ho is that, uh, is, that the word? is that the phrase gung-ho and then there's another there's another cadet that we meet early on in the film cadet leslie barbara who works at like one of those um this is going to take some explaining for now uh, back before digital pictures, we had regular cameras, and you'd have to go take the film to be developed, so then you can get the picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He works at one of the development kiosks that would be usually in like a giant parking lot. Yeah, it was just like a little photo booth, yeah. like a little one-hour photo yeah, booth you, or whatever. Yeah, and you would drop off the film, and it gets developed. Yeah. So and then you go back and pick it up. Yeah, so he's getting uh, basically harassed by like a bunch of dicks, and they like. <laughs> They drive by in a pickup truck. They take – they, like, pick up the booth, um, put it in the back of their pickup truck, like this little kiosk that he's working in, drive him onto a bridge, take the booth off the truck, and throw it into the water below. Um, and he just, Seems like, like quite a lot of work. He floats away. He just floats away in the booth, and he's like, I'm going to become a cop, and then I'm going to show you guys. You'll see. Um, so they go through the training. Mahoney the entire time is trying to get kicked out. At some point, he has a change of heart because he starts to fall for uh, Kim Cattrall's character. I mean, she is a hottie. Um, I guess. Um, you don't think she's hot? I mean, she was all right looking. All right. She, um, she's running by one day while he's in um, uh, Harris's office talking to him about uh, – because he gets in trouble for like some prank that he pulls or like not obeying rules or whatever. Yeah, he gets into a lot of shenanigans. Um, and he, he – he has a change of heart and he's like, yeah, you know what? I am going to be a cop after all. I'm going to stay here. It's going to be fine. Is it just to get into Kim Cattrall's pants? I think so. Yeah. Pretty much. So that retracts. Um, so now he's on. It's like Porky's, but with police. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Because there is there is one scene where um, Mahoney is like outside the women's bathroom uh, while they're showering and just watching them shower. That's. He doesn't get caught, though. He's, like, drinking a beer, and then Lieutenant Harris comes around, and uh, he takes his beer, makes Mahoney go away, stays there, and then he gets caught. Like, all the girls start screaming, and they're like, oh, my God, it's the pervert. It's sexual um, assault. <laughs> it's the 80s. It was, oh, yeah, that's it right. was that, funny then. He's not sexual assault. Got it. So all of these things happen. They come to a midpoint in the police academy where they're going to have a party, and or at least Lieutenant Harris suspects they're going to have a party because every year, I guess, the police academy classes throw a party to kind of like unwind so he gets the two students that he appoints as like the student cadet leaders for the team they're basically like two lackeys that that kiss that kiss uh harris's ass and he tells them like find out where this party is and uh just basically give them hell so the two lackeys go up to uh cadet barbara who i should say is relatively soft not the toughest of guys. Um, so He's 10-ply, bud. He, he is. He's 10-ply. He's 10-ply, bud. Um, so they go up to him, and they're like, yeah, man, where's this party happening? He's like, I don't know. I'm going home for the weekend. I'm just going to go see my family. I'm just getting some studying done, and then I'm out of here. And they're like, yeah, okay, find out where the party is. And he's like, all right. So he goes to Mahoney, asks him the party. Mahoney's like, of course there's a party. It's going to be at this place called the Blue Oyster. So, you know, you're welcome to come, whatever. It's not a big secret. So Barbara goes back, tells the two uh, student cadets, and he says, this is where it is. The cadets show up. Turns out Blue Oyster is a gay bar. 
and nobody from the police academy is there. Silly. So they Silly. end up, they end up, I guess, figuring out that they got conned. Uh, but before they can leave, the patrons of said blue uh, blue oyster bar uh, start dancing with them. And well, you're at a gay bar. And, so they do yeah, they dance. Yeah, and they are dance. I mean, they are like full on dancing. They're like picking them up, throwing them mm-hmm. around, like like swing dancing. Like it sounds like a great time. It was yeah. I'm in. So then they cut to where the actual party is. I think it's just like outside, like on a beach. There's like a bonfire. Um, and uh, girls are just getting naked. Yeah, that's as one does at a police um a party. Top tops are coming off. There are boobies everywhere. Is this ra- what is this rated? PG-13? It was R. Oh, it is oh, R? This really? R. This oh, movie okay. was R. Oh, this was a PG-13-er. Um, and then uh, Mr. Tackleberry himself is playing the saxophone for some reason. Because he's a talented motherfucker? I guess. Why wouldn't you? Uh, this is also... Um, Police Academy is also where we get the... Um, uh, what's that guy's name? Hightower? Jones. No, the guy with the sound effects. Jones. Oh, is Michael that him? Winslow. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Doing all these sound effects, so uh, they cut to the famous scene where, um, I don't even know what it is that he has. He has, like, a little, I guess it's, like, a microphone-type thing that can, that's connected to the speaker, and he does, like, the uh, sound effects of, like, the bullets firing and all that. Yeah. Um, he's playing a tennis racket, acting as if it was a guitar, and he's making, like, the guitar sound effects. Yeah, he's cool. Which was insane. That dude yeah. can do some stuff, man. Yeah, was, he, yeah. He's in all the movies, too. He does nuts. that in every single movie. Um, Most of these characters are in all the movies, like Hightower's in the in all the other movies. Bubba Smith, yeah, Hightower. Um, he was fun. oh, like he was him. also a football player. Yeah, um, in real uh, life, right? F- yeah, in real mm-hmm. life. So a uh, funny story about um, Hightower is that in the movie, uh, him and him and Mahoney kind of strike up a friendship because Mahoney's like usually helping him out with stuff. There's one point in the movie where. Uh, they're taking like their final test and or one of the tests and part of it is to like drive a squad car through like obstacle courses to see you know on their to work on their evasion skills and stuff and he comes up to uh hightower comes up to mahoney the night before and he's like hey man i don't know how to drive like i haven't driven a car since i was 12 um 12 and i'm yeah that's what he says and he's like "I, i need to pass this test or whatever and so uh Mahoney's like, all right, yeah. Uh, and he goes into his room. It's like two in the morning. And Mahoney's like, all right, let's go do this. So they take uh, one of the student cadets. They borrow his car. Um, it's a very small, like, uh, it's like a two-door car. It's very tiny. And again, Hightower, a he's very big. large man. Yeah. Like, Probably this, like, this what, is... Six, seven? Yeah. Right? He was a healthy... Yeah. So he gets into the passenger... Or he gets into the driver's seat after Mahoney takes him to, like, I guess, like a dead street where they can practice driving. He sits in the driver's seat, uh, and it's one of those things where, like, his knees are at the steering wheel because he's, like, so tall. And so Mahoney's just joking. He's like, oh, we could just take out the front seats and sit in the back. Uh, so then they cut to Hightower actually ripping the front seats out of the car and them sitting in the back seat of the car. And for him, it's, like, a regular seat, and, like, Mahoney genuinely looks like he's in the back seat like a child. Uh, so they start driving around, uh, and it's kind of like the stereotypical when you see a teenager um, getting their learner's permit, and it's like they're... They're like driving really slow. They're going light on the gas and then also braking at the same time. So the car is just like stuttering along. Eventually, Hightower gets some more confidence, starts uh, doing some more technical maneuvers um, and gets the attention of cops that are actually on duty. So they get involved in kind of a a police chase um, and Hightower is able to evade them. They make it back to the campus. Everything's fine. They cut to the next day where everybody's doing the driving test um hightower is like acing it he's like going in and out of the cones that they have set up going through like the fake rain simulator thing doing great um 
they, he, he gets out of the car, presumably passes. Uh, we don't really get like a grade or anything. And then the, one of the other cadets that goes up after him is cadet, the really quiet one. Hooks. The woman? Yeah. Hooks. Is that her name? Yeah, Hooks. Hooks, yeah. Um, again, I know, again, I know them. I know these characters from the other movies. So she, she's super quiet. She's like, yeah, she basically whispers when she talks yeah. so no one can hear. She's cute. And, and but there's every once in a while, I mean, I don't know if it happens, I'm assuming it happens in this movie too, but every once in a while she'll get really loud. Uh, like, because they'll, like, provoke her. Well, it happens really... It happens once in this movie, yeah. but uh, they're, they're... She starts to scream. Yeah, like, other parts, of, uh, other parts of the academy, they go through training where it's, like, how to use your voice to, like, deter uh, potential criminals or to, like, stop people when you're telling them to, like, freeze and all this. And she can't do it. Like, it just comes out. Yeah. I mean, I would do it now, but it... Well, she doesn't even, it's not even just this, like, a whisper. She has, like, a really high-pitched kind of voice. Yeah. Too. Like, kind of like um, Karen from uh, Will and Grace. Sure. Do you know that reference? I'm trying to... Th- I can't think of any other... Um, references but yeah something like that but yeah and so she just like whispers throughout the thing so now she's going through the driving test and she's driving like super slow and like super cautious uh she nails all the obstacles like she's she doesn't like hit a cone or anything like that she's just doing it very slow so everyone's just watching her (laughs) and like it like presumably like a lot of time is passing um so then um one of the student cadets is up after her uh, he goes through the course i don't think he does very well or no he's about to go he's about to get in the car um, he gets very upset at hooks for some reason. I don't know why, cause, but then he ends up saying, um, a racial slur. Oh no. Um, and Is it the N-word? It's not the N-word. Oh. Um, it's a different one. Okay. But he ends up, uh, using a racial slur. Uh, Hightower gets very upset. Well, yeah. Walks quite slowly <laughs> over to like where they're doing the, the little, I, I guess, driving test. And then, uh, uh, the cadet gets, it jumps in the car Hightower picks the car up and flips it over um, and then gets kicked out of the academy. Oh, no. Yeah. I assume he gets back in. He's in the other movies. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so so now uh, towards uh, we're pretty much at the end of the movie. Uh, there's a riot that breaks out because uh, one of the other cadets, Douglas Fackler, uh, who's very accident prone, um, uh, we meet him in the beginning just like all the other ones. And, Which one is he? What does he look like? Uh, he's the one that kind of looks like, um... Does he look like a nerd with glasses? And, like, yeah, he looks like, like the, he looks like, um... like, tear to the side. He looks like... Yeah, he looks like the dude from Revenge of the Nerds. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Carradine? Yeah, him. Is it Robert Carradine? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He looks like him. I think this guy was on the actor. What's his name? What's the actor's name? I think he was on SNL for a little bit. Oh, right there. Uh, Bruce Mayer. Or Mar. Ah, there he is. He was on Saturday Night Live. I thought so. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Or was it SCTV? Friday, Fridays. It was an A- I guess it was an ABC sketch show that was it was basically an SNL knockoff on ABC. Oh, weird. Okay. Well, I thought he was on that, but never mind. Anywho, so when we meet him, uh he's like leaving his house and his wife's telling him like don't join the police academy, you're accident prone. As she's telling him this, he like turns around to talk to her and be like, "No, I'm going to go do it." Nails her with like the bag that he's packed. And then he like backs out of the driveway in his car and he's like en route to go to the police academy and he's like crashing into mailboxes his wife jumps on the front of the car and then like <laughs> rides with him holding on to the hood of the car the entire way to the police academy he makes it to the police academy parks his car hits the brakes and his wife just goes flying off the hood um Crazy. so he's, he's super accident prone so um he's downtown in a police car because towards the end of the police academy each one of the cadets gets paired with like an actual officer to like learn what it's like police like a day stuff. on the job yeah a day po- in the life. Police things. So I guess the cop that he's paired with goes into like a shop or something to get like, uh, I don't know, a coffee or whatever. But he's in the car a by donut. himself, probably. Um, 
and he's he's eating an apple, throws the apple out of the car, and it hits some guy on the street in the back of the head. This starts a riot, and so everybody just like starts fighting in the streets, and now the actual cops have to like control this riot. So the police academy get pulled in to essentially, I guess, set up a perimeter to, just to keep people like at bay and prevent prevent the riot from spreading. Um, so they get their orders. The, uh, commander gives them the order to go to like a certain street, but it's the wrong street. It's like a block away from where the riot's happening. So they get there and they're like, oh yeah, this is fine. There's nobody here. Yeah, we could totally do this. Um, the riot slowly makes it to where they are. And because they're cadets, they have no idea what they're doing. So they're just in full on riot gear, like running from these rioters. (laughs) Um, eventually, uh, Kim Cattrall's character, uh, Karen Thompson, she gets into a shootout with, uh, one of the riders that gets, uh, the guns that those student cadets eventually drop because they're, um, they're like antagonizing a lot of riders from behind a fence, but they come to a part in the fence that, uh, is open. And so with a guy that they're antagonizing, essentially, um, gets their he takes their guns from him oh cool so he just has their guns now Sweet. um so he goes onto a roof and he's like shooting at all of them below and uh kim cattrall gets stuck behind like this crate that's just in the street and so mahoney sees this uh he rushes up to the roof to go try to like take the guy to take the, not to take the guy out but i guess to just get him to like stop shooting at the people below um so he gets up there. Uh, Lieutenant Harris is. Uh, Lieutenant Harris follows him up there. Or actually, no. Harris gets taken as a hostage by that guy. That's what it was. That's why. That's how he's up on the roof. And that guy's like about to push him off the roof. Uh, Mahoney gets there, and they're no longer at the edge of the roof. They seemingly disappeared. So that guy takes Harris. They they jump. I think to the next rooftop. Mahoney's getting there, and they're like walking backwards towards each other. Eventually, Mahoney turns around first, has the gun pointed at the guy. The guy ends up getting Mahoney to throw his gun out, to like throw his gun down on the floor, or else he would. Uh, oh, that's what he does. He threatens to shoot um, Harris, and so he gets Mahoney to put his gun down. So now he's got Mahoney and Harris uh, as a hostage. High Tower is in the building because he works uh when we first uh, introduced uh, when we first introduced to Hightower we found out that he works as a florist oh. um so i guess like the flower shop he was working in was like at the bottom floor of this building so he like makes it upstairs um and uh and he approaches the guy that has them hostage and he's like hey hey i just want to i just want to watch you kill some pigs that's it man and the rioters like all right fine come on over which one should i kill first and he gets um he gets right next to harris and mahoney uh points to harris and he's like let's do this one first as he does that uh the guy's about to take his shot high tower punches him nice yeah and the guy ends up falling like down the stairs and uh that's basically the end of the movie um they high tower saves the day yeah high tower saves the day he he become he gets back into the police academy becomes an officer him and mahoney are awarded the highest honor that you can get in the police academy i forget what it is but it's like it's a medal purple heart um that would be the army uh. or the military mm-hmm. um and so they're at the graduation key to the city yeah they get the key to the city um pull a surprise so they get that's for writing um they get okay. uh nobel peace prize they get no nope. get. Okay. they get their uh, that's what it is okay got it. they uh they get through their graduation. They all become cops. Uh, we see Mahoney and uh, Thompson kissing, so they're presumably an item. 
Except she's not Kim Cattrall's not in any of the other Police Academy. Spoiler alert. Oh man. So they don't they don't make it. All right. <laughs> well, they end up graduating, and like that's that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I liked it. I'm, I think I have all these on DVD. All of the Police Academy. Well, I got I got one of those four packs. You know, we could like at oh, Walmart. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, have, yeah. I don't think they have. I think it's like one, two, City Under Siege, which is the one that's in Russia, and then the Miami one, the beach one, which is fun. That one's a good one. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I missed something. It was it was a fun movie. Yeah, they. I mean, I like the other ones that I've seen. They're oh, yeah. they're always like silly and just like, you know, that slapstick like '80s like comedy that you, you know, yeah. come to know. Um, if you're curious, it currently has a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. That seems a little low. That's, well, I mean, it's, well, that's by the um, the critics, right? Not by yeah. like, the, the yeah. viewers. Yeah, and um, I guess the critical consensus is that, quote, Police Academy is rude, crude, and proudly sophomoric, which is either a condemnation or a ringing endorsement, depending on your taste in comedy. Yeah. Um, They're silly. They're silly and stupid. R- Roger, Ebert, Roger Ebert gave it zero out of four stars. <laughs> <laughs> which i think he is said, quite the compliment i honestly do he said he said it's really something it's so bad maybe you should pull your money and draw straws and send one of the guys off to rent off to rent it so that in the future whenever you think you're sitting through a bad comedy he could shake his head and chuckle tolerantly and explain that you don't know what bad is so all right i mean i've seen worse that. i've seen worse movies fast and the furious they're way worse oh my god those movies even, are terrible they're the worst um but yeah, this movie was fun. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it was funny. I mean, I didn't obviously. Its budget was only four and a half it, million dollars, and it ended up making one hundred and forty-nine million dollars. Nice, so nice. Made back all of that money and then some. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much. And also, um, I just found out now that for casting, the producers considered Michael Keaton, Tom Hanks, and Judge Reinhold for the role of Casey Mahoney. Oh, nice. And Bruce Willis auditioned for the role of of uh, uh, Carrie Mahoney or Carrie Mahoney. I said Casey. Uh, Bruce Willis also auditioned for the role. I think Judge Reinhold would have been good. I think Tom Hanks would have been really good. Nah, I don't know. I mean, not that bad, but like, I just feel like that's like Judge Reinhold's like, like that would be like a good character for him. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I could see him in that as like that person. Yeah. Tom Hanks, I think he's too good for that. All right. I think he's too good for that character. Michael Keaton, I don't wouldn't. I don't think no. Okay. That's my opinion. But uh, that was Police Academy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you enjoyed episode 69, <laughs> of, 69. of Did I Miss Anything? Um, we are going to try our damnedest to be back next week. Yeah, we'll Heather, out. Heather and I have had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, we're busy, um, we're busy people. So we're going to try our best, but we're definite, we're still doing the podcast. Don't freak out. Oh, yeah, um, please. I mean, there so were, I mean, speaking of rise, there were rise in the streets the last couple of weeks. Cause don't, yeah, cut we that have, out. We haven't put out an episode. We are back now, so everyone calm down. Oh everything's gonna be okay um make sure to follow us on twitter at did i miss pod tell all of your friends and family every single one um be sure to leave us some reviews and some suggestions Uh on what we could watch or listen to because we also do albums yeah, we could listen to something. Um, oh, and we're almost done with our show. Oh yeah, we could for, do that. Um, for we Netflix. might be able to get that oh, done. Yeah, yeah, next yeah, yeah. So we might, yeah, we might do that. Good. Might do that for next week. Yeah. Um, if not, like two weeks. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, yeah. Be excellent to one another. See Police Academy. See Police Academy. See one fun. of the five or six of them. Like yeah. they're all like uh, they're all pretty good. And I'm sure they're pretty much the same plot across yeah. across the yeah. board. They're like, all silly. Feels like it's one of those movies that doesn't varies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
So that was Police Academy. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we'll be back. Maybe. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll see. Bye-bye. <laughs>